right, welcome back to the Culture Base. I'm Dustin, he's Blake, and we should be really on top of things because we just recorded, quote unquote, recorded for about 10 minutes, but we weren't really recording. So we've got a little uh, practice mm. already for today. I feel like I've seen into the future on this one. Yeah, a little bit, a little mm. bit, a little bit. But we're excited to be with you regardless. You know, sometimes you just need some practice runs. And mm -hmm. uh, sometimes your brain tells you that without actually telling you that until you mm. look down and realize there's no red light on. It's cool. Um, so we're back today with you. It's January 16th, 2024. Today we're going to talk about a really cool exercise about how you can rehire your team. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that we're here to help leaders know what they're about, show where they're going, and build scalable teams to get them there. If you're listening to this on uh, any audio podcast platform, thanks for listening. Uh, we would encourage you to subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps us get this content out further. If you're watching on YouTube, hello there. We're so glad that you're here. I won't mention that Blake his, or ran chapstick over his lips several times in the last couple of minutes, but you can see it. If you're there and you can also see the finger gesture he just gave me uh, on YouTube, no spoilers. You got to go there to watch it. So uh, like, subscribe, ring that bell. So you'll know every time we drop new content, including Blake's lips and his gestures. Okay. Uh, also, this past week, we dropped uh, a several. We dropped a video a day on our YouTube and our Instagram for uh, <laughs> he's going to have our dumb getting over that one. So uh, lips and gestures. That's not good. <laughs> Lips and gestures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to go to YouTube to find out what we're talking about. Uh, let's get those numbers up. Anyway, uh, speaking of Instagram, last uh, week we dropped uh, a little short on our YouTube and our Instagram every day, kind of breaking down the subject that we talked about last week on the podcast, which is how you can develop your own culture values and write those for yourself and your organization. And uh, we just dropped some videos about how we did that. So if you're, uh, if you miss any of those, go check out our Instagram or our YouTube. You can find us there, LinkedIn or Facebook at the culture base, B A S E. Or you can find out more about us at theculturebase.com. While you're there, you can click on the strategy session button, get a free 30-minute strategy session with us uh, to talk about and, and strategize anything that we're talking about in any of these uh, 27 episodes that we've released so far. We would love to chat with you about how you can scale your team. I think that's everything. Cool. Cool. Uh, it should be everything. Second time I've had to say it in the last mm. five so uh all right so on to today's episode rehire your team like you've got the right team on board hmm. everything seems to be clicking the temptation here is to turn on cruise control and just let it ride you know what i mean just keep hitting those snake eyes just let it ride the danger though is not having this a team of yours tethered to the original mission and thus, slowly over time, they veer off course, leaving you in a confusing and surprising pile of wreckage. What just happened? So it's time to rehire your team. So we're going to get into that, what that exercise is today. Blake, why don't you break down for us briefly, what does it mean to rehire your team? Yeah, so what it isn't is it doesn't mean you just get to reset all their benefits, reset their pay. It doesn't mean you get to bring them <sighs> back to. Yeah, I know. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, okay, make this a really you short tenure. You've been building up. It's out of yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we have a process where we just we reset everything. And yeah. I don't even know it's you. It's not that. 
this is about making sure that your team is still who they have been in the past or that they've developed in the process of their time, right? That they've been there, that they still stand for the things that really mattered to you when you hired. Like Dustin was saying, it's so easy to get on cruise control and just completely assume, okay? We are, especially when you are busy and you are trying to grow something, it's so easy to forget and to just assume things are the way that you think they are. And I bet everything's great. And the truth is like, you have to keep checking in. You have to keep establishing these things. And that's where, you know, it's like, yes, when I got married, I told my wife, I love you. And if that was it, like I didn't do that anymore, she would be curious. And then she'd be like, I'm leaving you. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I said I love you back there 16 years ago when we got married. Why? This is out of nowhere. It and all goes back to three. four Christmases. I, oh. better, I put a roof over her head and I never lied to her face. I spoiled oh. her. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like we get, we we think this way as leaders and business owners, managers that I told them once I, I, I had this connection. They knew what they was expected of them. We are human humans. Like we, we don't retain, right? Like we don't remember everything. And when we're not held accountable, we don't tend to thrive. Mm. And so this is a, am I checking on the team constantly is part of my process every two to three years or so to just go through and rehire my team. So this is just an exercise. It doesn't mean that you're actually like you're on the brink of leaving. No, no, no. Like first off, everyone's replaceable. So that's anytime it, that's the case. What this is, is just taking focused attention and going through this at a higher level. What is this going to benefit you? Probably more than you think. I, I know this is something you're going to be like, I don't really have time to do this. I know nobody has time to do it, but I'll tell you what you don't have time to do. And that's to rehire somebody else, train them up, go through the whole process of developing them to get back to whatever standard this person's at, especially if all that's happened is in that two to three years is you realize you haven't been present and you need to help starting to realign what's going on. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think, I think really this is, it, it's gotta be a belief that a bad apple can spoil the bunch. And if that's true, part of this is really doing a lot of culture control. Okay. It's going through, it's identifying, man, you know, my, my team right now feels edgy and any, any business owner, any leader knows what I mean when I say something just feels off. It feels edgy about my team right now. Uh, responses I'm getting an email responses I'm getting when I'm talking to people feel curt. They feel there's something off and I need to see what's going on. This is a great time to go through and just rehire your people. So go through and, and just put thought to it. And I know like, I think a lot of people just have a struggle with putting thought to things like this because they feel like the work should have already been done. And like, I already evaluated them. They should already be good. Thought, thought time, thinking time, it is one of the most valuable things that mm. high level leaders can do. It's use that brain of theirs at a level that is not just being about fast production or busyness. Um, 
Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was actually John Acuff. No, who's the one who wrote uh, the Art of War? Not War. No, the War of Art. The War of Art. Stephen Pressfield. Yes, I think he's the one who said, "When I get busy, I get dumb," and mm-hmm. I could not agree more. And so I think that this thought process and thinking through things, I mean, Blaise Pascal says that all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to just sit quietly in a room. Okay. Like there is, there's power to these thoughts. And when you can take that thought and you say, I'm going to give myself a 30 minute thinking time tomorrow to go through and evaluate as many people as I've got, but to evaluate them at a different level as if I was hiring them for the first time. Okay. So this, just becomes a real valuable thought project. Um, yeah. Do you have anything, any thoughts on this? I was literally just adding 30 minute thinking time to my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put it in for this week. And it's awesome. Yeah. Blake's really good at that. He's really inspired me over the years to set aside some vision time just to think because we go, 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 go. And we do not take time enough to think and and y'all heard me before on this platform and other platforms i'm a huge advocate for mental health this is a big reason why we struggle with mental health so uh so uh rapidly or or or, or rampantly i should say in 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 modern times it's because we don't take time to think about what we're thinking about Mm. And it sounds kind of like an inception type of thing, right? Where I'm going to, I'm going to think about the thoughts that I'm thinking about, you know, and just like these layers just go deep, but there's, there's wisdom in that there's life in that. And you're able to kind of remove some of these things. And so part of, I think, remembering, uh, like Blake said, like I kind of forget things all the time. Like we're forgetful people. Like we have a hard time retaining information. And I, if you know me, I'm a super practical when it comes to remembering things and setting reminders for yourself. Like I just won't other than like, I know one phone number besides mine and it's my wife's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Other yeah. than like, like my immediate family's birthdays. Like I, I, I don't really remember a lot of them. I don't know people's addresses. I don't know. And it's not because I'm getting old and I just turned 40. Pause for a moment of silence. There it is. I'm like shocked face. God, thanks, Blake. That was terrible. No, I'm good. I appreciate never seeing that face again, especially when it's about me. Um, <laughs> but set some reminders for yourself. What, there comes the chapstick. Ooh, that's really far out. Um, like a magic wand coming out. Set some reminders for yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Set some reminders for yourself, whether it's on your phone. Uh, hey, I want to schedule an email to come to myself a year from now, whatever mm-hmm. it is, your 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 PMS system that you use, uh, whatever task system that you use, whatever it is, something that will bing, go off and remind you, like we said at the top, kind of every two to three years. This isn't necessarily an annual exercise because you'll exhaust not only yourself, but your team as well if they're constantly having to be rehired all the time. Uh, but this exercise is one that's so important that you want anything, any of these topics that we're talking about are important, but you really want to set these things like, yeah, yeah, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. So many leaders that I work with on a, on a weekly basis have so many wants and desires, but very little of them put the infrastructure in place to actually make it happen. And it could just be as simple as setting a reminder for yourself, speaking into your phone, say, remind me three years from now to rehire my team. Yep. And hopefully 
future you remembers what that means. And if not, maybe put a little note in there about what it means to rehire your team. That's my rant as you were. No, that's good. And that's, that's really where we come to. Would I hire them again? Would I hire, would I be just as excited Mm. about them today as I was about them in the past? Right. And I think it's important to play to whatever level you're at. Okay. And I don't, I'm, and I say that because I'm about to start talking about a lot of like practical things to do in this process. But culture building, culture developing is all about, about ecological growth, right? It's about emergent growth. It's about the things you learn and the, the, the system which you're taking to get there. Meaning you can't one day go, you know what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to go out and I'm going to plant a garden and you plant a 10 by 10 garden and you work it and you're like, you know what? I am going to go into red gold tomato production. And all of a sudden I'm going to have 40, you know, lead managers and a hundred that, that doesn't make sense. You're, there are so many things you missed out in that growth process because you're not just doing a little, a little goes a long way in culture. Okay. So any step you take here is going to be valuable, which means even you could just start by saying, okay, well, uh, everything you're about to talk about seems like a lot to me right now. I don't even know that I have the right leadership in place to go through these things. Then what I would tell you is just do a gut check exercise and sit down, write a list of all of your teammates and go out and say, yes, I would rehire them. No, I wouldn't rehire them. I might rehire them. I'm not sure. I'm kind of in the middle. That's fine. That is a good step. I was just gonna say, maybe don't physically walk around the floor with a clipboard <laughs> and do this. You know what I mean? Can you imagine? What's being mean? <laughs> every, every, yeah, every two to three years, they see you kind of walking around, rubbing your chin with a check <laughs> with, a, with a clipboard, going, "I don't know about Bill." Uh, yeah, maybe just mind dump this in the privacy of your office or the leadership yeah. conference room or something. Just, I want to throw that disclaimer out there. Not trying, don't want any leaders to be, uh, undercut by their team and yep. have a, have a little rally on their hands. Uh-huh. All right. Warning over. Go ahead. But no, very, very <laughs> good point. But I would just say, do what you can do. Okay. Get into that practice and that mentality that I'm going to take steps and take actions little by little, because the more little by little I do, the bigger this thing gets. Yeah. Where we are today uh, at Ridgeline, my company, we are not. We were not there four years ago. We weren't there three years ago. It is a constant about like growth, ecological growth that we get, and we keep getting better, and we keep throwing out questions and evaluating and changing. And so, it, it you really need to do it at your own pace, okay? But I do, you know, I. I think that we're all just like a thought, feeling, and action away from moving the needle on the result that we want. And so if you can take that step, if you can take that change of thought and have the right feeling that pushes you to the action, you're going to see great results. So having said all of that, let's just kind of jump into the things, okay? So that's the big picture why uh, the, the things to this are, first off, how did you go through the hiring process? You sat down, you kind of had an interview with them. Um, you don't necessarily have to have an interview. You can, okay. You can bring them in. You can make this their annual review is that maybe every 
third annual review, you go through and you ask questions. Hey, I'm going to ask this question now. What are your thoughts about it? Because now they've, they've been away from that process for a while and they don't remember what they said. Promise they don't. I don't remember what I said in those things. So getting a more up-to-date feedback on that is, is great because they've either been, uh, they've either evaluated and evolved or they've got jaded. Uh And so both of those things are great things to know and to figure out based off their responses to those questions. So then as you're going through that, some of this stuff with is going to need to be done with your leadership team too. Okay. So going through the people analyzer, we've talked about that in the past where like in your hiring process, you you've got your core values listed out. You've got your, um, they, get it, want it, and have the capacity to do it kind of questions. They've got the, um, oh, what else? Oh, they like tension to overcome is a big one that we look for. Um, we're, and we're usually just grading them where we feel like they are based off the responses we've got to their questions. Mm-hmm. The benefit is you actually now have data on this person. You don't just have to guess based off questions you're asking in an interview. You're now getting the the benefit of I've had time knowing this person, I know where I think their tension to overcome is at. Yeah. I got a question here because you got a couple things on our notes here on this people analyzer section about tension to overcome level and entitlement to gratitude balance level, which I know you're going to talk about here in a second. With these levels uh, and within the people uh, analyzer, this is just me because I, I think very practically and I want to know, Am I? is this like a one to 10 scale? Is this a one out of 100? Is it like a green, yellow, red situation? Like, how do yeah. you guys do it at your, your company? I'm just curious. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell my company on this, but I would say whatever works best for you is the right yeah. answer. There you go. Um, and I'll tell you that we don't even just have one way of doing it. We have multiple ways of doing it here. So yeah. like our core values, um, we do, as we go through the core values, is a we, not me. We're passionate life leaders. We build trust through candor. We're going through each of these and I'm looking at it. We evaluate based on a plus, plus, minus, and minus. So for that stuff, that's all I'm doing is, hey, they're a plus here, they're a plus minus. Because we have a standard that we wanna stand by in our company and and everyone could be like, well, you gotta be pluses on everything. No, that's not realistic. And even your top leaders aren't pluses on everything because life's about progress and growth. It's not about perfection. And so I think coming to realistic standards of what you wanna see people at and having that and then saying, you know, I think on we, not me, they're probably a plus minus on, you know, building trust through candor, they're definitely a plus, you know, and, and you're kind of going through there. Same thing on the get it, want it and capacity to do it. They want to be in this role. They understand what this role is about. They have the wherewithal, like even cognitively to excel in this position. I'll still probably be plus, plus, minus, minus on those. When we get to the tension and overcome level and then the entitlement to gratitude. So to me, that was just one of the other things that we would see is we'd have guys, gals that hit really well in some of these areas, but then we saw that they were incredibly entitled, which was just was not part of our, our culture. Mm-hmm. And it was so much that like, it's not our core value necessarily, but it's kind of like a permission to play that we needed to highlight quicker and better in our, our process. So on those, uh, this is where I get nerdy. It's you, I would, I would basically, if I did not want to explain this whole process, I would just say, yeah, one to 10. Okay. But we do a thing called the Fibonacci sequence, 
which is yeah hello um it is basically <laughs> like it's hard it. for me to say someone is the difference between a five and a six right like tell me a five ta level task and a six level task it's so arbitrary it's hard to do mm -hmm. what the fibonacci sequence is it's just a bunch of numbers okay it's one two one plus two equals three two plus three equals five five plus three equals eight it's just the last two numbers added together to make the next number what that does for us is helps us get to a better way of differentiating really great and not so great and then not terribly rewarding the middle so it's just it's an estimating way of doing things i think the main thing there and i'm 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 half joking but i'm also pretty serious uh is that you understand it oh for sure exactly yeah. i'm sitting yeah. there going like you lost me when you went from three to five yeah uh like i know what you're doing but yeah. you as long as you know what you're just honest like, like i said i say it half joking but also half serious like as long as not only you get it but the person that you're leading through it understands like you can't constantly be changing your evaluation scale systems uh and expect your team to constantly be hitting the marks that you want them to be because they don't know what they're being measured up against and yep. if they can't understand the measuring tape yeah then they're not going to know if they're winning or not yeah and then Absolutely. they're not and then you're not going to know uh mm -hmm. if they're worth rehiring or not right because you've just kind of taken the whole system you just kind of shook it up and it's just it's yep. the i forgot the guy's name uh essentialism mcgowan or what's his last name you know essentialism essentialism says is just like what what you're saying uh more about what you're saying yes to than or more about what you're saying no to than you're saying yes to uh and it's just like this stuff right here like let's simplify the process as much as you can but as long as you and the team member both 100 percent can spout it back and forth to each other yep. you could you could talk in like star trek -y language if you wanted to it doesn't matter what do they call yeah. that? Willy Walker or Walkie Wig or I don't know. I'm not a Star Trek person. <laughs> There's like a whole language that Star Trek people have. You know what I'm talking about. Don't look at me like that. I don't know. It mean. is real. Ask Grant. I don't know. Anyway, I don't moving know. on. It's a it's a anyway. Anyway, very true. Whatever works for you works for you and your team, right? Like your leadership team has got to understand by which standards they're they're gauging this off of. Uh, cognitive assessments, I think are great cognitive and personality assessments. Okay. So like, uh, Enneagram, whatever you've used in the past, maybe even switch it up occasionally every three years, do a different thing to get a better picture. Uh, we will stay with the Burke assessment because I like that it gives cognitive and personality traits. However, uh, and I can get disc analysis based off that, but I think really you've got to figure out what works for you. Like Dustin was saying and allow yourself the freedom to jump around to get better pictures. What were you going to say there? I was just going to say that I found uh, what it is. It's it's Klingon. Oh, yeah. Klingon. Glad we, glad we stopped for that one. That I was, just want to make sure because I know I know they're like Star Wars people. They're everywhere. And there's going to be people that are listening to this going, God, it's Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> just just and the fact that you just compared them to Star Wars people is going to piss them off. It will 100% piss them off, but I'm neither. I don't do any stars. I don't, the wars or the treks. I'm not into it. But hey, it's for people like whatever. It's to each his Some own. Some people are ambi stars. I get it. Little ambi stars. Ambi stars. 
yeah sorry i was just gonna drop in here real quick like with the Kling stuff so, so within the fictional universe of star trek klingon is derived from the original language spoken by the messianic figure Kalis, if i said it right moving on that's good well glad that's we could assessment. maybe klingon part of your assessment that's what i'm getting at here it doesn't matter what language it is as long as you're all speaking it i'm tying it back blake this is me tying it back all right yeah so I'm if anybody needed to myself go ahead all right anyway um then another aspect that we'll do occasionally is doing swot analysis yes everyone i'm sure in the business development world knows swot strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats okay all those first letters the acronym is swat we usually do this with vision or direction or, or where our company's going in the next year to three years however i think it's one of the biggest misses that we don't do swat with people because we're legitimately asking and trying to figure out people's strengths we're trying to understand their weaknesses what a great opportunity to use a SWOT analysis to look at the opportunities this person's already showing in the next two years, three years. Hey, this person has a really good, like as you're coaching, being able to capture, hey, this person has a really good understanding of estimating. I can already tell that they're thinking about labor on a different a level. And then so you're, you're writing those things down. And then threats, what are the threats of this person? Are they a bad apple? Like just getting down to the brass tacks of it. Are they a bad apple that needs to be gone? And you're trying to identify the threats that this person could cause the organization, the threats that the, not necessarily the world, but just like common day policy could add to this person's role at our company. And so you're, you're doing a full analysis here um, on that person. Then just even in your coaching calls, uh, if you're doing coaching calls, if you're not doing coaching calls, here's another call to coaching calls. Um, this is a time for reviewing your past coaching calls. If you're writing things down, if you're taking notes, getting good data, man, we thrive on data. Data is so important in traction uh, and EOS. If you guys follow that stuff, uh, that's one of the key points is data, being able to have data that actually moves something. In your team, having data that points out when people are operating and doing things, because we forget the great things people do. We tend to remember the things that like they didn't do well at, but like, man, just a hitting, hitting an understanding that they are doing the things you need them to do. And I have the data and the stories to kind of hit on that. You have anything with that? No, nah, coaching calls are important. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, see that. Well, <laughs> I like the little news, breaking news ticker at the bottom. Sometimes it's fun yeah. to play with. Sorry, I'm off the rails today, y'all. No, I th I think uh, I think all of these things are good. All of these tools in the tool bag are 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 things that you should have at your disposal. Um, I, I I would say um, maybe if this is a new concept for you to rehire your team, maybe practice on each other in your leadership team before you start bringing in uh your team to kind of start implementing this because uh i don't know i'm just i'm just a, a believer in kind of beta testing and proofing 
concepts before we start rolling uh, big things out. Because, you know, you listen to these podcasts and these things like this on watch these things on YouTube and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to. Yeah, that's what we need. That's the missing element. We need to rehire our team. And then you start you just go without really kind of developing it and what that uniqueness might look like for you and your team and what the logistics of that strategy are and what the rollout of that with the distribution like we say often and what that looks like and then you just kind of you do the opposite effect and you just cause mass confusion yeah uh, which is not the type of culture that you're after here uh so yeah i would just say beta test this uh on a leadership team if you don't have a leadership team if it's just you at the top number one that's a warning maybe kind of bring somebody else in number two that maybe it's a coach a mentor another person who's in your shoes equally at another company that you might be friends with just go hey man can you give me an hour to beta test this off of you and you tell me kind of what what gaps what's confusing what seems off anything like that that's my two cents yeah so and thanks That, that was super helpful because one of the aspects that we'll do with this is we don't straight call it rehiring like that is red flags all around because it's yeah, maybe not um reha- that's like behind the scenes it's insider your lingo team, your your team doesn't even need to know you're doing it nah. okay this is a thought again a thought exercise would you rehire them is the big answer they're a big question that you're looking for the answer and so that's good all of this is really about that's why i say like try to put it in places that you're already doing something put mm. certain aspects in the coaching call put things at the yearly review you're doing this thing constantly too right and then when you sit down and you try to compile data that's when you're saying you know what i here's an area i'm unsure about okay in my next coaching call i'm going to write down that this is an area i want to challenge them on and see how they mm. respond to it like yeah. hey i i don't really feel like they're a we not me and i'm going to just ask the question and if i'm, mm. I'm going to go and you don't go, Hey, are you being weaned on me? Like you don't do that, but you ask questions <laughs> about practical things happening. They go like, Hey, um, I saw that so-and-so didn't show up on time and that this was your response. And just keep, like, tell me about that. Tell me about what happened there. And what you're doing is you're looking for, are they sold? Are they not? So like, well, uh-huh. I just don't care if they show up, they show up. If they don't, they don't. Well, no, that's not the way we run our jobs. Like, you're in we're we're hoping that you're the one running this like we're, we're putting a lot of trust in you here and yeah this is okay now i know an area i need to coach pay attention to keep accountable and then if there's not correction and this is a big issue okay not just like they're not doing what you want that's not good enough if it's if it's a big issue that you would be like this is a this is a cultural thing this is a standards thing this is going to ruin other people if i keep it then yeah you get rid of it or you reward it like that's that's the balance here is we want to reward good stuff and we want to discipline the bad stuff like that's parenting 101 right like so how do we how do we do that so yeah yeah, celebrate what you want repeated yeah celebrate what you want repeated yeah i just want to remind people won't like uh this is a one thing that Blake said in there, I just want to highlight real quick. This is a thought process. This is a this exercise is a is a thought exercise. This is not a uh, rollout to your team that every three years they're going to have to reprove themselves yeah. uh, to you and the team. Um, this is just a thought exercise. So don't be mistaken that you're going to go out and broadcast this terminology per se. It's just a thought exercise. But my bigger reminder is 
because we're 27 episodes into this thing, Blake, and we've been talking about a lot of different concepts and a lot of different ways to build the culture and to, and to scale your team. I just want to remind people that building scalable teams through this uh, cultivating the right culture is a marathon, not a sprint. This stuff takes time and you're going to see yourself, um, you're going to see yourself start to unpack some of these things and, and, and roll out some of these things and six to 12 months are going to go by and you're going to be like mm, incremental changes. You, I don't think you're giving it long enough because especially if it's a culture that's been around, the longer your culture has existed the way it is, the longer it's going to take to turn that ship. Or we So if you're brand new, we're just turning a little sailboat. But if you're a, if you're a huge company or even a medium sized company that's been around for 20 plus years, you're turning the Titanic and that's going to take time. You can't just whip it around because the wind changed directions like it's going to take a minute to really turn that thing around. So I just want to encourage and remind the leaders as they're listening to this that it's a marathon, not a sprint. I know you know that already. I'm not saying anything that you don't already know, but it's just a reminder to you to keep keep pressing on, keep doing the right things. Even if you don't see the massive results that you think you should be experiencing, it's going to come out in the little comments and the little pieces of feedback and the little pieces uh, of, of retention kind of going up and to the right. You're going to start to see those things over time. Just trust the process, keep moving forward, do the right thing. We believe in you. That's all I want to say. Thumbs up from Blake. All right, cool. So uh, <clears throat> I want to remind everybody before we finish up this episode, uh, you can go to theculturebase.com, click on the strategy button there. We would love to uh, set a time to have a 30-minute call with you and just uh, unpack anything, any of these things that we've been talking about in today's episode or a previous episode. Uh, we did mention a while back about this really cool turnover calculator that is getting very, very close to being done and ready for y'all. Cannot wait to share that with you. It's super cool. Uh, next week, we're going to be back episode 28, January 23rd. Is that what that date is? Yeah. After the 16th plus seven. No. Yes. Plus seven, 23, January 23rd. We'll be back for episode 28. We're talking about passion for the work. It's really high right now in January. How's it going to look in March, April, May, June, July? See how I kind of trickled it down there. (laughs) (laughs) That's my running out of battery voice. Was that clean was that, that was not Klingon. I think Klingon is almost like um, what's the big fuzzy furry guy? I'm going to make people mad. Oh, Chewy. Dude, he did not think come it, here. I think you're, it's like Chewy. You're stepping in places you shouldn't be stepping. That's 100% truth, but I can because my microphone's turned on. <laughs> so, and you're still listening. Thank you. Anyway, no, it's not Klingon. It's like Chewbacca, I think is what Klingon. No, Klingon might sound like a, I'm not even going to try it. You know what? <laughs> If you watch Star Trek or Star Wars, we're so glad that you're here. Write into us and tell us all the ways that we're wrong. And I will read those comments on the air. Promise you. Promise you I will. <laughs> it's a. It's been a great episode. I'm sorry that I've been a little wacky. I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm very hydrated. Um, I've had to go to the bathroom now for since we started recording. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Passion for the work. It's going to be great. And it'll be our last one of January. We'll finish it off well. We'll talk to you next time on Culture Base Podcast. Later.